listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. May the Lord give you his peace. A lot of smiling faces this morning. What with school being canceled and all. What a gift, huh? Brother Gabriel, your class is still on, huh? This afternoon, so we'll be praying for you. So, as we're playing Monopoly or something, I don't know. Um, So I thought I'd take an opportunity, uh, just a little bit of a um, teaching kind of homily, so please forgive me. Um, Kind of a theme that's been kicking around in some of my classes. So I've got to try to put some of that stuff to use. All right, here we go. And uh, I'd like to speak a little bit about the, uh, the topic of identity and mission. Identity and mission. And uh, these themes are actually in the readings, although maybe it's not apparent at first. But um, So identity and mission. Obviously, Jesus is in his hometown where he grew up, Nazareth. And uh, it's not in this passage, but just right before that, people are like, you know, who does this guy think he is? You know, isn't he the son of the carpenter? And you know, all that familiarity that they had with Jesus having grown up in Nazareth. And um, this would be one of those places where the, the identity of who Jesus is is kind of um, there. It's kind of forefront. And... Um, I've been praying some bonus mysteries recently in the rosary. And um, just before this passage in Luke, you have the, the spirit, the baptism of Jesus, and the spirit drives him, leads him into the desert for 40 days, right? That's what we're doing right now in Lent. It's the, the 40 days in the desert. And, um, and it's interesting, those temptations of the devil, the three temptations, um, I never realized it till recently, two of those temptations in Luke's version, the devil begins by saying, if you're the son of God. So there's something about Jesus's identity there. The devil is trying to figure out what's going on. It's like, well, if this is who you are, then do this, you know, turn the stones into Fisher. And the devil leads him, the same word is being used there, led him to the pinnacle of the temple. If you're the son of God, throw yourself down, you know? And in today's passage, something very similar is happening. They're upset at Jesus's identity, and they lead him to the brow of this hill on the, on, by Nazareth, which is still there, and they're going to throw him down. So there's an echo of the temptation of the devil here. I never picked up on that before. It's like the devil led him to the pinnacle of the temple, throw yourself down. Now these people, upset at his identity, lead him to this cliff and are going to throw him down. So there's... There's an interesting kind of, um, now the devil's working through people to get to Jesus. And um, the catechism will talk about identity and mission, commenting on the temptation that uh, the devil was trying to tempt Jesus to step away from his identity and to step away from his mission. Um, and uh, now the mission, the identity and mission of the Lord passes over into the identity and mission of the church 
and it becomes our own mission and identity. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm going with this. So first of all, identity. You know, uh, in a couple of these passages in the Bible here, the name of the person is really important, right? The angel says his name is Jesus. And then they're like, okay, we're going to name him Jesus, you know. And so the name for, for a lot of Jewish people, names had meaning, you know. God saves Jesus. Um, John, right? There's this argument over what John the Baptist's name was going to be. And his name is John, like this is what the angel said. So the, the identity is important. And, um, and uh, so Jesus' identity as a son as you, you probably are aware, is, um, is a major theme in the New Testament. It's a major theme in the Gospels, this Son of God, this identity of who he is. And um, so that, that becomes very, very important because um, in Jesus we find out who we are. That, that's, the, that's the thing. That's the bridge, you know, that I'm looking for here, that the Spirit's given to us. What is it? Paul talks about it in Romans 8 and in Galatians 4 and Galatians 5, that the Spirit, when we receive the Spirit, we cry out, Abba, Father, and it's a spirit of sonship. So there's, there's a, the identity that's a big part of what it means to be a Christian, you know, is that we become sons in the Son. And uh, this dignity, this value of being sons and daughters of God, and, and you could maybe say that, you know, all humans are sons and daughters of God, but there's something different about the meaning of that with the coming of Jesus. There, there's a, a relationship that's new and unique and different than what we wouldn't have had if Jesus didn't come. You know, this we're made in his image and likeness. We're creatures created by the creator, but in Jesus, there's something very unique and specific about the grace of sonship, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit the, that really ends up being at the very core of our own identity, who we are, you know. And then who you are is also connected to why you're here. That's the mission, you know. And um, so I, I say that because I do think that it's accurate to say that one of the biggest crises we have today in the, in the world, in the culture, is people don't know who they are and they don't know why they're here. So many people are in that place, right? They, they don't know their identity and they don't know why they are here. They, they don't have a sense of a mission in life or a purpose or about, you know, and it would be one of the saddest things to live here and then to die and then you get to the other side, you come before God and you realize that you, you kind of missed the point. <laughs> you know, you, you chased after money or things that money can get you or, you know, the Lord... I say this somewhat humorously, the Lord asks you, you know, do you know any of the Ten Commandments? You know, and you're like, uh, no, but like, I know all the stats of the Yankees baseball history, you know, like, does that count for anything? And, you know, right? I, you know, um, I can't remember the Beatitudes, but uh, I know all the lyrics to the Guns N' Roses songs, okay, you know, or the guitar melodies, okay, that's me. Um, but I, I think it's accurate to say that, that um, we wanted to really simplify, bring it to like a real clear, crisp, you know, diagnosis of what's going on. It's, it's a crisis, a crisis in identity and a crisis in mission. You know, who am I and why am I here? And in Jesus, the, the revelation of that is that we are sons and that we are here to spread the gospel. We're here to spread the message of love, of peace, of reconciliation, of, um, of 
salvation. So, so boom, there it is. You know, and that is, that is a, um, a work of the Spirit. That's the work of the Spirit. So just as Jesus is led by the Spirit, so uh, Luke will now do this in Acts of the Apostles, that the church needs to be guided and led by the Spirit. And uh, that translates for each one of us. The more we're in touch with our identity, the more that we're in touch with who we are in Christ, the more we'll be in touch with why we're here, and particularly to be, um, to be led and guided by the Spirit. That, you know, I, I know there have been other homilies when I've said to you, you know, if our formation program has any value at all, it would be that, you know, hopefully you graduate from here, you know, obviously you'll be ordained to, to priesthood, but with a sense of being led and guided by the Spirit, uh, is huge. It's huge. And, and it would be sad that somebody would go through a formation program and be ordained for ministry and not have gotten that, you know, and to, to be really grounded and centered in who we are, you know, that, that our understanding of our own identity, and then also that this mission that we're on that flows from the identity and that that mission is guided by the Spirit, guided by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, there have been days when I've remembered that, I've prayed, you know, maybe a little more fervently for the guidance of the Spirit and lead me and guide me. And typically those days are kind of wild, you know. So many weird things have happened on those days. But um, there, is, there is the work of the other spirit, the evil spirit, who seeks to lead us away from our identity and lead us away from our mission. Just as he, the evil spirit tried to lead Jesus away from his identity and away from his mission, that... Evil spirits doing that same thing even now for the church and for each one of us, you know. Uh, any ways that the, the devil can try to make us forget who we are, forget our adopted sonship, our identity, and then our mission, why we're here. Uh, some of the best ways to do that are just sin, but also distractions, right? It's a culture of distraction. Even if it's not bad things, if we can just get people focused on other things, when we can kind of get them away from their meaning and purpose of their life, of their mission to, to spread the gospel, to bring the message and the love of Jesus to everybody. Um, I was thinking of that line from, I think it's from James, maybe chapter one, where he talks about people who look in the mirror and then walk away and forget what they look like. <laughs> you know, there's some kind of spiritual Alzheimer's or maybe a demonic dementia that's happening for people in the culture today, just uh, an inability if you've ever been around people that have Alzheimer's, you know, it's kind of a forgetfulness. They start to forget people and they start to forget themselves, you know, and um, it's frightening. And I think that there's a spiritual component to that that's happening right now. And so all the more our calling to, to evangelize, but in evangelizing, not just telling people about Jesus, but telling them like about themselves. This is who you are. You are a beloved son or daughter in Jesus the Son. And then um, you have a mission. You have a purpose. And sometimes that sounds a little bit like a cliche or like a bumper sticker or maybe a, a plaque that you'd see on the wall at Kellenberg High School. <laughs> you know, that's inspiring sayings, you know. But I do believe, brothers, I do believe that that's at the core of everything. You know, even our, our charism, our calling, um, this identity and mission, identity and mission, the identity and mission of Jesus but the gift of the Spirit passes over to the identity and mission of the church, which we're caught up in when it comes to our own identity and our own mission. 
which also becomes the content of our evangelization. When we tell the people, this is your identity and this is your mission, and it's all centered on Christ, and it's all guided by the Spirit. And uh, so we pray for that grace, you know, not to be um, distracted, not to be um, believing any doubts about who we are, our, our sonship, the gift of the Spirit, and our, our relationship with the Father through Jesus, and then also our mission, our mission to stay focused on why we are here, what it's about, and um, that's the grace of, uh, we pray for this day. Amen. That's. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans